knowing how to use the clock is the perfect segue into what we're what we're here to talk about today, and it is what is a CrossFit coach. And we're coming from the context of we're we're looking we we haven't really started looking yet, but we're starting to plan to look mm-hmm. for new coaches, uh, uh, additional coaches, because over the course of the next couple of years, we're going to um, double and triple our our staffing, and so we're we're kind of going around first to clients asking them like what they look for in, in, in a coach from us and which we can talk about. But then we're also looking inward, you know, what, what are the skills that, that help us be uh, in our minds, good coaches. And uh, what are we looking in for in people that we, that we eventually bring in? So from, from your standpoint, not as a client, not as a, uh, an athlete, but from a coach, what are you looking for? And what, what do you expect out of yourself when you're on the floor? So I, I like to think of it as like, what, what do people come here for? They come here to either see change or they're coming here, they're coming to a gym, right? So they're coming to see something happen or they're being motivated to do something that they can on their own or be given a download of knowledge that they don't have the time to go out and do, right? So I remember uh, like, you know, kind of first starting into being coaching and someone came up to me and was like, why do you know that? Like, you, you have a wealth of knowledge about fitness stuff. Well, it's kind of my job to know that so that you don't have to. You don't have the time to go out and spend uh, to research all this different fitness knowledge stuff. So that is, that's our job to be able to go out and do that. So I, I look at it as uh, a as far as CrossFit is concerned or like the CrossFit, um, fun- functional, functional fitness. fitness, teaching people how to move. Well, I'm talking more like the class model is concerned. Gotcha. It's like you're a personal trainer to everybody in a group, right? So you're trying to, you're trying to get everybody in a group, um, to move to the best of their ability for that day and receive the best hour of their day or 30 minutes or whatever it is that they're coming in to do and be able to down, make them better at something every single day. Right. I, I like what you said about you being the experts and giving them the information so they don't have to go do that work on their own. You come yeah. in and do the hard work in the gym, but I think I'm a, like a plumber. Could I, you know, fix a wax seal on a toilet? Yeah. Could I do it fast? No. Could I do it well? You know, how many YouTube videos would I have to watch? Do I have the right wrench to, you know, loosen the pipe up? Maybe I could make it work, but I would use a, a, a tremendous amount of time that is not my specialty. And I think the same way about, about that coach is like, you're going and doing all the research. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing all the work for them so that when they come in, to your point, they get that best hour. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. You're making it more efficient. So you're getting, so you said they came in with a goal of something that they're trying to get to. You're, you're trying to help them. You've made a lot of the mistakes oh, on your own. You've, yeah. you've tried and gone down different alleys. We're, we're trying to help our clients make a linear progression from one to 10, you know, instead of being up in here, we're trying to yeah, minimize the mistakes. And, correct. Correct. Yeah. So, but I think one thing like to, to note for like coaches coming in on that, uh, like different coaches or new coaches, it's like the fitness industry is ever evolving. You know, I've heard this, uh, Ross Edgley, he has this thing where it's like, it's a open face or top pyramid with no point to it. That's because it's constantly There's evolving nothing to reach. Yeah. There's nothing to reach because it's always changing. So it's not just something where you're like, all right, I learned this and now I'm good. It's not fixed. No, it's not fixed now because you have multiple people with multitude of different goals and just like how nutrition isn't the same for every single person. Uh, same goes for goals and fitness wise. And like just being able to come in, you have to be constantly learning. Well, and I think that the thing that's exciting about us, at least our job, and, and that maybe this is another trait, is you'll never get it. 
Like you'll never master it. No. Because the methodologies will, methodologies will continue to change. And that's what's exciting to us about CrossFit is all we are governed by is what works. Mm-hmm. If you're able to increase work capacity across broad time, modal domains, and age, yeah, it doesn't matter what you're doing. No. So, so we'll, you know, people, uh, we've talked about this, you know, in the past, it's been a long time, actually. Is it a fad? Well, if we're, if we continue to get results, you can't have a fad. It's yeah. just, we're going to continue to chase down whatever works best. So, um, so that, that's kind of, you know, something that you're looking for is somebody who's not going to have a, a fixed mindset. Mm-hmm. It's a total growth mindset industry. Oh my gosh. It has to be. It, because, you know, once you, if you fix on something and you lock in and you think this is the only way you're yeah. going to be left in the dust. Oh, a hundred percent. And like, especially if you think, Hey, my way is the, the only way, like, yeah, no way, no, it's, it's really not like, yeah. and it can be changing. Now there are some, you know, grand principles that have, you know, stood the test of time mm-hmm. that you can hang on to and apply in multitudes of different areas. But I, I guess even going back into that, like, this is like a principles principles job yeah. like if you can lock on to principles you can apply them into multi different right. areas but if you're trying to like say nope this is the way it has been and i can't ever change then you're you're yeah, in you're for the wrong, you're yeah. in the wrong place so that, that's you know from one bit from our perspective and you know talking to clients lately uh in our ambassador group lately about what are they looking for out of a coach and the the first thing i know we talked about this the other day the first thing they say they don't they don't say i want somebody who can snatch their body weight i want somebody who can do a fran in three minutes so they don't care about physical ability they want relatability mm-hmm. they want somebody that they can talk to yeah and so when, when you think about being like a fitness professional is it's not what you can do on the floor that's all great and you've got to be able to walk the walk a little bit i mean a good amount oh yeah but you need to be able to relate to people because they're you need to meet them where they are you have somebody coming in at a one or a two you know had a baby uh had had my last kid seven years ago haven't worked out and I had three kids, so it's been 10 years since I did any any sort of fitness. you got to meet them where they are. Oh, 100%. And if you can't relate to that because you're all concerned about your three-minute Fran, then you're, you're not. It doesn't matter how you know how much information you know if you can't relate. No, and as much as this is a, a you know a fitness industry, we are a communications job. Yeah, like you have to be able to empathize with people. You have to yeah. be able to, like you said, communicate and relate with people as much as possible. One book I w- I mean I I try and read this a couple times a year. Or I listen to books um, more than Same I read thing. them. Consume, consume the book. Consume how to win friends and influence people. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have had that book back when I was in high school. Or I mean, any other time in my life. You hear that? Char- Charlie's running our mixer right now, and he needs to make sure he's reading that. Book read that book. It, it should be required reading. It should. In in high schools, I don't know why it's not, but it's like that. That just that sheer fact of being able to talk to anybody, be anything to anybody at all times, is crucial, right? But you have to be. I, I think it's even more important to be able to be empathetic, like be able to say, I, I, I see, I, I feel you. You know, I understand. It's hard. Let's, it is hard, right? I'm not going to be like, ah, you suck. Pick it life. up. Let's yeah, go. let's go. Now, I may do that to try and, you know, motivate you. No, you, hey, you can do this, but so, it's where you're at in that moment. So that, and that, that's where, you know, we, we talk about, I don't want to say bottom of the barrel, but somebody who's not in top shape, you need to meet them where they are. But then you have somebody who is in top shape. You might need to stoke the bear a little bit. Yeah. And say, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> like, pick it up. Or, or, you know, get an extra rep or, you know, try to keep up with so-and-so. So, you know, it's, it's all about relating to wherever that person is at, at that point in time and being able to encourage them in the appropriate manner. Yeah. Being able to build, yeah, build, build rapport. And, um, I almost want to say like, uh, create, 
I'm trying to think of the word I want to say, like intrigue in them wanting to ask you questions. Right. So I know we, we already said that you don't have to, it's not about the high numbers in the gym, right? It's not about your friend time or something like that. But if you're not walking the walk as a coach, then I look at it as, is one time, long time ago, I dropped in at a, a 24 hour fitness. This is like long time ago. And they said, Hey, you can do, I said, drop in. I joined 24 hour fitness and they're like, Hey, you can do a free one-on-one session with a, a personal trainer. And I was like, Oh sweet. Let's just give it a try. See what it's like. And the, the lady that I had, she knew a ton of stuff. But she didn't look like she knew the stuff that she... Or she wasn't practicing it. Practicing it, right? And, and it came back to charging like... I want to say it was like $1,100 over the course of the month for all these personal training sessions. I was like, are you kidding me? I can't, I can't do that. You can't, or you can't now, justify it. No, right? for- but the, I think about it in other terms. Back when I was in the Navy, I had a personal trainer guy who was jacked. Like he was, I mean, short, stocky dude, just jacked. And he charged 90 bucks to the half an hour. Right. And I, but I could justify that because I was like, Oh, cause he had what you were going. For. He had what I was going for. And not everybody's going to be going for what I look like per se, yeah. but at least I can, you know, I can say I practice what I'm trying to preach. Right. So then people can come and feel free to ask questions. Right. Yes. And so you had a kind of backtracking a little bit, like going back to the, how to win friends and influence people, you know, the biggest thing that we we look for is is one relatability mm-hmm. and and two being you know being able to meet that person on, on their level. Um, but I, I was talking to a, a parent of a talking to a guy who's a leader in a company who's a client and he, his kid is interested in CrossFit and, and like as a potential career. And I, I was saying to him, so how, how do win friends influence people? Is is an opportunity when you're young is to you know, get people to like you. Well, as you mature in your career, you're going to spend more time in front of bigger groups. And I was saying to him at what, in what other career can you find yourself in front of a group of 20 people who are more senior than you, who are, you know, more established than you, who are required to list, not required to, but you're earning their confidence Mm -hmm. and what a, what a skill set from a communication standpoint to develop. So, you know, when you're, when we're talking about being relatable and and being a good communicator, a big part of what we do is presentation Mm -hmm. is being able to, to get a group to direct and lead a group. And I, I can't think of many other professions where you get to practice public speaking on such an intense daily basis. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, I mean, it to it's, a, a varying group, uh, you know, it's not like you're running a team of five people who all work for the same company and all understand, you know, exactly, where what, yeah. exactly what we're doing, where we're going. No, like you got a bum knee, you can't run. You just started, you've been with us for six years, you're hurting cats. And, but how do you, how do you deliver a consistent message so that everybody has a good experience? Yeah. Like, Practice. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And it's, and it's multiple classes throughout the day. Right. So you could be seen. So at a larger facility, you could be seen a hundred to 150 people a that, day. That you are responsible for in that day that you're responsible for that they are looking to you for guidance. So right. you're a leader of 150 people every single and, day. And that's not only guiding the workout, that's guiding the general discussion. That's the, that's the jokes. That's the, you know, the making sure there's some element of humor, making sure you're communicating what we're doing in the gym. There's a lot of stuff going on around here. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. uh, it, it, making sure that, you know, birthdays and anniversaries are communicated and we celebrate the people that we have. So it's not just like following, following that list. It is a pretty comprehensive, um, you know, communication task, if you will. Yeah. And yeah. to know, you mentioned this earlier when we were upstairs, knowing that into Charlie too, you're not always going to be perfect at everything. 
No, right. Right. So what do you do with it? Yeah, that's the best thing. So like, say you have multiple classes. So this, any coach that's trying to be a better coach, right? So you have multiple classes. Is your second class? Yeah. If your second class is exactly the same as your first class, unless you crush that first class, you best be changing something up. Right. Or look for a different or look. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you like, if your every class just runs exactly the same, unless, unless you're crushing it and like, all right, I got this on lock. Have you ever done that? No. Okay. No, I have not. And that's why I said, I was about to say like, I screw this up constantly. Like, but it's like, all right, I took this. Who calls you out on it? Myself. Exactly. Yeah. Heck yeah. And you know, we're all about critiquing each other. So, so another, like another bit or a bullet point is self critique. Mm hmm. Can you and and uh, constructive criticism from from peers be and, vulnerable? Yeah. yeah, like hey, what did I do wrong? Don't like don't come up to me and tell me what I did right in that class. Not like that's not that's not what we're after. Is like no. what what do I need to improve? And you need to be able to do it yourself. Yeah, be be vulnerable and be willing to look at yourself and like uh, like to make yourself better for the clients. If you're not trying to make yourself better, how are you going to make everybody else better? So it's yeah. like we're here trying to develop big groups. Like the whole purpose of getting into like this area is to make people better people, mm-hmm. right? We're not in it. I mean, we're in it just for the people. And, right? and here's a, here's a dirty secret is, uh, so you, the coach, are here to help others get better. What happens to you? Like what? you, you, you have to get better. Oh, you have to get better. Like there are eyes on you. There yeah. are expectations on you. And there are times where I don't want to work out or, you know, I'll think about it like when I'm at Chipotle. Like, is somebody going to walk up and see that I'm dominating a big burrito? <laughs> that keeps me, that, that protects me. Yeah. Oh, so heck like yeah. I, so in, in as much as like we're helping all, all, our, all of our clients, they really help us kind of stay, stay the straight stay, and narrow stay in line. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. So yeah. Cause you can, you can get out of shape as a coach. Totally. That's, I mean, cause you just take on more hours, you take on more mm-hmm. classes and, you know, and then next thing you know, you're tired of seeing the workout every day and then you don't want to work out. Well, you spend, you know, eight or 10 hours in the gym that day. And that in a lot of ways kind of checks the box of working out. Mm-hmm. I was at the gym done. So it's, it's hard to kind of sometimes separate yourself and make sure that you're getting your fitness also. Yeah. Now, one thing I'd like to say for, you know, for coaches out there to try and try and recognize this potentially is like, I know for, I love CrossFit in a group, most definitely. However, be willing to like know yourself and your personality to the point where you don't get lost in, well, I'm not working out anymore. I can't figure out why I'm, I like, well, I can't figure out in the group. For me, I'm around people so much and I know I'm kind of like, you go solo. I need to go solo just to be in my own creative brain. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm the, I am the best coach I can be when I'm working out on my own. Yeah. Cause people are like, where did you get that from? Oh, it came from the garage. Cause that's where I, I was just messing around, I was just messing something. around and trying to figure it out. So you have to be willing to note that and like, okay, what makes you the best version of a coach possible? So you can make the people the best version of themselves possible. Yeah. If you don't ask those questions then you'll never find them. Yeah, I, I get that. So I'm, I like to work out with the groups and I do my creative thinking like on the weekends by myself when mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm away. So like I get, I get all those ideas when it's, when it's kind of solo time. Uh, but you have to, you, you do spend a lot of time around a lot of people. Yeah. And, and you know, depending on, you know, I'm a kind of a introverted or a introverted, extrovert, extrovert. I'm an extroverted introvert. You're an extroverted. You just said the same thing. Introverted extrovert whatever you are. I'm something. Yeah. You're something. So I do, I love, I cherish my alone time. Like absolutely crave it. I do well with people though. Yeah. Like I can handle. Yeah, so can you'd handle. be an introverted extrovert. 
Correct. And I'm an extroverted introvert. There you go. Yeah. Like I'll get more energy as the morning progresses. Sure. Because of the more people I'm around. And I, and I need a, I need a moment. Yeah. So I, I can go, you know, maybe three, four hours in a row and then I need some time mm-hmm. and that's where I, I need to break free. So I think my point of saying that is understand who you are. Yes. And, and where you, where you need your breaks. If you're going to be, if you're going to be good in this industry, you've got to bring energy. Mm-hmm. You can't show up and just go to work. Correct. It's, you know, you gotta, you gotta be your best self. Mm-hmm. And that, that is, I mean, you know, we're, we're throw, throwing a whole bunch of things out there, but that's, that well, that's, I mean, you are literally putting on a performance eight to 10 hours a day, right? Potentially. Right. Yeah. And if you are not careful or made aware of it in the beginning, you can burn out. A yeah. lot of coaches will like, will burn out and be like, man, is it really worth it? Yeah. Especially if you're, I mean, if you're doing it day in and day out. And I think, do you remember when you first started your voice? Gone. It didn't, it didn't last. <laughs> no. You know, it would like burn up after like three, three hours or four hours in a row. Yeah. I don't think we could turn the music down at that point though. No, too. that was where you just yelled over you everything. Just yelled. Uh, so, so there is, you will build endurance mm-hmm. and you will build stamina on your feet. You spend a lot of time on your feet and, um, that is, that is something to get used to for a lot of people is can you stay, um, I mean on your feet, like all the hours of the day. Yeah. Think about it if, so uh, I always laugh about the whoop thing. Um, Like, oh, you burned 7,000 calories today. And I'd be like, this, there's no way this is possible. Right. But then days that I don't coach, it's down to Mm -hmm. to whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. whatever. But think about this. If you, and you'd be a crazy person, walked for five miles and just randomly yelled at random times, just go walk around and just like randomly and then talk while you're not yelling. Yeah. Talk while you're not yelling. And then just randomly yell something as loud as you can. And then keep on walking and then do a squat here and there. And then do like a push up. Try to do a couple pull ups. Yeah. Do five, six miles like that. And tell me how you feel afterwards. Right. Just, but you got to yell something. Just all out yell it. There's a tremendous amount of volume, (laughs) but it's, uh, you know, you know, I think what I'd finish up with it's so rewarding. Oh, very rewarding. You, you know, they're, they're, the, the challenges are awesome. Um, they, they, all the challenges make you a better person, make you a better communicator, you know, are going to make you fitter. They're going to hold, hold you accountable. But at the end of the day, you get to, you get to see light bulbs go off mm-hmm. and you get to, you get to see people day after day. You know, we, we joke, but I, I actually don't joke. Like we get to make like big changes in people's lives more so than like a doctor would. Yeah. You, know, you see the doctor once a year, we get to see you three or four times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes even more. Sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, we, we get to see you lose, you know, 20 pounds, several pant size. We get to see you look younger. We get to see all these things happen. And that is just, I mean, that's what gets you out of bed in the morning. It's like seeing, seeing those wheels turn. It's just yeah. incredibly powerful. I said this in the beginning, but it's very true. It, you got to come into this industry with the goal to help as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. If you're coming in it f- solely for money, you might want to change like, well, it, or anything, anything you come in here or anywhere else just for money. It's, it's, it's an illusion. Yeah, it is an illusion, but like specifically with like being a coach. Um, and I know I've seen different podcasts talk about this too, but you have to come in with the sole goal of how many people can you possibly help? Yeah. Like that's our goal as CrossFit is like, well, as you know, 2020 fit and just being you know, a CrossFit coach, how many people yeah. can we possibly help? And it's, the way I look at it is it is a responsibility that we have. Mm-hmm. Like we have, we have this satchel of tools that are, that work mm-hmm. and they work incredibly well. And if we keep them all to ourselves, 
and you don't help and, anybody. And we're not, you know, we're not doing what we're, you know, what we're responsible to do, which is to help as many people as possible. So that's kind of our, our thinking about what it, you know, what it takes to be a, a, a good, maybe, maybe great. I don't know if I want to say great. Cause I don't know if anybody's great yet. You can always get we, better. We got a long, long way to work. And I, you know, having that growth mindset is, is pretty darn important knowing that you are vulnerable, knowing that you are, you are not your best and then you can continue to work. But if you have that, you know, the drive to improve every day and, and change some lives, it's a, a heck of a place to spend your day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I consider us super, super lucky to get to do it. So those are our thoughts on what it takes to be a, a great CrossFit coach. Uh, and until next time, we'll see you guys soon.